It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Juneteenth. It's Monday. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And um, a lot of people have the day off. I hasten to call it half-ass holiday work day, but that's exactly what it is. If you're working today, bankers and government officials don't have to do it you don't have to put in the full effort god damn it that's just the way it works we do it with all the other holidays don't call me a racist just because i don't want to do it on this one either well Half i thought holiday work day it's official i thought it'd be a little lighter on the roads yeah there's a lot in. more people out there than i thought yeah. how many of our sales people are going to take the day off all of them yeah, that's yeah. What I figured. all of them our building looks like you know the hiring practices of 1963 <laughs> it's just lily white downstairs there's no question about it but they're going to celebrate but they're all they're all in Especially on this. Especially Kelly and Jen. Oh, they're all know. in on this one. Absolutely, <laughs> they get a lunch plan to everything. Anyway, what can you do? So, uh, if you got the day off, what are you doing up? And if you don't have the day off, uh, well, you're in it with us. So, half-assed effort. You know, go to work, do your thing. Don't get caught doing something stupid. Just don't, you know, don't go the extra mile. That's what I'm saying. It's a holiday. Take a little bit of time off while you're at work. Is what I'm saying. Uh, Arizona was in the news all weekend, whether it was sports or. Um, you know, just stuff outside and everything else. That first, the bear, I come in here, I was here about 2.30 on Friday, and Fitz goes, did you hear about the bear this morning? And I hadn't heard it yet. That bear that ate that dude up in Prescott, just crazy. That's unheard of. Like, they're like 11 a year on average where a bear will do something where a person dies. Most of the time, a person dies from a bear because of a car wreck. They'll hit it and it'll, or they'll avoid hitting it. This dude was just having coffee in the woods. 
And a bear just came up and got him. But the, I thought the funniest thing was the news trying to help me out if this ever happens to me. Their advice. And I don't know. They said we have brown bear, and I think there's black bears. There's a black bear. And uh, yeah, this one was a bigger one. They said, all right, so here's a brown bear. What you do for a brown bear is you just starfish and act like you're dead, right? You lay on the ground and act like you're This according to Channel 3. You go and you just lay down. And start, you know, do limit your breathing, lay on the ground. Black bear. Punch it square in the face. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> There's no way. I'm too close. And how many people are going to sit right. there and go, oh, let's see brown bear. Bucket. What <laughs> right, am I exactly. supposed to do? I'm just thinking, bear. Yeah, like, exactly. That's it for me. If I see it far enough away, I might be able to identify small bear, big bear. But it's still bear. And the last thing I want to do is square up. I'm not going to sit there. All right, here comes. Out. Don't worry, kids. Dad's got this. Black bear on the way in. Let me just get my defensive posture and Jack Johnson, this little bastard, back into the woods. It's not going to happen. I am not. If I'm close enough to punch a bear, I have done something terribly wrong. Something in my life isn't right right now. Yeah, you don't punch a black bear. Don't take Ian Schwartz, my friend Ian Schwartz, uh, should have stopped that at the meeting for the news. Wildlife expert, stop telling your average Joe to take a swing at a bear. And what happens? He's basically saying, "Go down swinging." No, he's not. (laughs) He's saying you're you're getting eaten. Yeah, you got to fight back, I suppose, but just enjoy the last few minutes. Punch him in the face. Where else am I going to punch him? I'm going to work the body. Right in the puss. No, you got to work the body. <laughs> work the body, and a couple rounds later, the bear's head will fall. They hate those body blows. It, you know, it softens the ribs. It makes him a little slower. It, but what, what are you thinking? Punch him in the face. Scream. Here's the KUPD's official advice. Scream, yell, and get inside something fast. If the bear is close enough that you can punch it, run from it as fast as you can. And I know what people say, oh, the bear will chase you. The bear's already right next to you. If you can punch it, run from it. Maybe the bear will like be lazy and go, ah, I don't feel like chasing a guy today. They don't want that. Get in your car. If you don't have a car, if you're on a hike and the bear's getting you, I don't care what you do. Scream, yell, spin, act like a lunatic, but punch him in the face? You're too close. It's the revenant all over. I had one friend using Yellowstone, and he was with a group of people, and they laid down. It was a grizzly bear that... Yeah, well, that's probably what I would do. And they laid down, and it came over, and uh, said the bear kind of nudged a couple of the people laying there. Oh, I'd be crying. And then the one was, you just feel the... The breath oh, of it, dude, and then uh, it took off. And Jurassic then it just parked left. my windows. Yeah, I, I'd be right. crying so goddamn hard that bear would know I'm not dead because it'd just be that ugly man. <laughs> and the bear would just be like, weak. Pick it up. I'm not DiCaprio. I'm yeah, running I'm like a mother. I'm hauling balls, and I'm climbing trees. Oh, yeah. I don't care that bears can climb trees, too. I'm climbing trees, and I'm kicking it as it climbs behind me. If I'm that delicious and it's going to chase me like that, I lose. It's part of the fun of being in the woods. Sometimes the bear goes, hey, check it out. Food. We don't have a right to that. Sometimes we lose. It's very rare, but sometimes we do. And what if, like with this terrible Channel 3 advice, you get out in the woods and you're like, oh, brown bear lay down, black bear, punch it in the face. What if you get confused and take a swing at a brown bear? You're like, ah, I'm a brown bear. You should have laid down. What do they get, mad or like worse? You Don't punch bears. That's it. Brady, I'm looking at you. Don't get close enough to punch the bear. He'd never punch a bear, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if it tackled me, I'm punching. It's not... If it tackled you, you're already done. If the bear's Maybe, that but interested... But if I'm awake, I'm punching. <laughs> you run. Run, dig a hole, do anything but what that is. Worst advice I've ever heard. When you're with a shark, 
Try to wiggle its teeth. What the f- kind of news is this? You know they got those. Just give it a manicure. Get closer to Focus its hands. Eye. No, don't, don't. You're too close. You're get farther away. You know what they say in a fight you're losing in the boxing ring? Get some distance. Get away from him. He's hitting you all the time. If the bear's on top of you to where you're punching, don't square up. Don't get in the phone booth with him. You know, footwork. Get some distance on that bear. Run around him. Find an opening and go. O.J. Simpson, that thing. Not with the knife. The old-fashioned, the running play. Yeah, worst advice I've ever heard. And this poor dude didn't even know what was going on, according to the people who saw it. He was just sitting there having a cup of coffee. Drinking his coffee. Having some Joe to start the day. And, uh, and they said it was an undesignated camping site, and yet there were neighbors. So it was somebody's yard. It and could I'll happen. confirm, but uh, the person I know, his wife... It was their cousins that were the ones who were on the scene that had to shoot the oh, bear. Oh, no kidding. It was her uncle. You know somebody who was the shooter yeah. of the bear. Yeah. No kidding. Well, that's pretty awesome. And they were in their yard. This dude was just... See, because to me it sounds like he wasn't camping. It sounds he like was, he lived he was there. Building, he was building a uh, oh. house, I think, or a cabin. I see, too. And so he set up camp out front of the construction area. Gotcha. Because I saw his little truck. Yeah. And it had the pop-up camper on the back. I'm like, oh, okay. Guy's just out having himself a camp for no reason at all. And uh, got eaten by a bear. Second time a black bear has attacked somebody like in the in the history of... Uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't happen mean, Since they've been known about it. Yeah. Normally they you know, forge through your garbage. They come after, like, if you're cooking food outside, they'll show up. And then what do you do? You stand there and go, all right, buddy, you and me right now. Mark is a Queensberry. Right in the puss. You're right in the puss. You better watch out. I got a good right. A steady jab, a steady jab to keep the bear away. You're an idiot. Punch a bear in the face. I go to the tactical black, and I see what most new people uh, punching look like. Even Brett, before he was taught to punch uh, in that day. And it doesn't take much, but no. you do kind of learn the techniques of punching. Uh, couldn't drop a human being with your punch. A bear... That's the advice to give all these novices. I, I hated every second of that news Their Bear defense. <laughs> Here's some good bear defense. Don't go hang out in the woods by yourself. There you go. I win. You know, best way to not be attacked by a bear? Stay away from where bears live. If somebody said how to not get stabbed by a Mexican or shot by a gang member, don't don't go where the Mexican go to Maryville. or uh, yeah, don't go to Maryville. <laughs> Never stay out of Maryville. <laughs> they can exactly. rather fight a bear. You don't go around a group of people who look like they're stabby. Remember this scene? That this video? What's this one? Look we at John West. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this idiot <laughs> jumps on the back of a bear and gets into it. Pony fist fight. That is the best. <laughs> He's dancing. Yeah, that is one of the best videos ever. The guy in a bear a CGI fight. And he kick, kicks nuts. a bear in the nuts. It's a salmon commercial. It's hilarious. Yeah, you see a bear, Brady, leave the area. I've had one encounter. I don't two. care what it is. Now that they've given I had a five iron in one hand. Yeah, on the, the golf course. And the it was a black bear. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, you're a... Don't care. Get under the golf cart. You mind cart. if I play through? Yeah, get, don't stand and watch. Under the golf cart. I don't know. I mean, Just get under it. it. Well, you're going to struggle with that. But. Can you imagine Boss KUPD site, though, oh. if, if he did come across a bear? If, if I had Wild America going at that time. It would still... He'd manage, Boss KUPD. A, 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 he'd manage to make that boring unless the bear attacked. <laughs> 
That's the only way that his videos are fun. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. I uh, I sat in the edge of the pool and watched a grasshopper get in the water, and thought this is something Brady would film because the grasshopper struggled for a little. You're bit. You're like Megan, get my phone. No, no. <laughs> I just grabbed a thing and drowned it. And then, right as he started to do the twitch, I put him on the deck and watched you him. Saved either, him. He, no, I watched him either make it or not. I was, it was very, very odd. And then I punched him square in the face. <laughs> and then that uh, that death trap they got up there at the Grand Canyon. Some dude fell off of that uh, over the weekend. The skydive, skywalk. <laughs> well, it's been my contention that the Indians built that to get us. There's no possible. It's on reservation land. And the last thing I'm going to do as a white person is trust that uh, there isn't one mad Native American up there that wants revenge that built that big glass circle out there for us to hover above the Grand Canyon. Eventually, that thing's going to start giving way. i got to hand it to them. The patience level for them of building that thing 10 or 12 years ago, maybe a little longer, and having it start to throw white people off the edge. If I was an Indian, that's what I'd be doing. If I was a Native American, I'd be like, hey, let's build a thing that brings white tourists and let them hover over the Grand Canyon and eventually just start dropping them. Four thousand feet he fell that is three quarters of a mile that he fell down now just while you're driving this morning pay attention hit your odometer hit the reset and when that thing gets to three quarters of a mile realize that's when that guy died and keep in mind also you're probably going 70 so he's probably hitting about 100 on the way down but i mean it doesn't it is a long drop even at terminal velocity for a human body to go three quarters of a mile all the way down. That's horrifying and, and makes me never. And all the headlines nationally were like, world's most dangerous national park. Of course it is. It's a humongous mile-long deep hole that has no guardrails. Yeah, that's dangerous. It's up to us to keep it not dangerous. They said rescue teams, including rope specialists and helicopters, responded at 9 a.m., but the man was found dead. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they, they surprisingly didn't find him down there tap dancing, starting a, you know a new society with the people he'd found. No, he's dead. There's no doubt. And it isn't a dangerous park. We're the dangerous element. Us walking around the park. I would never forget that girl doing a Johnny Bench catcher squat on the edge because she wanted to do modeling pictures. While some weird dude with a ponytail laid down to get the perfect shot of her with the Grand Canyon in the back. And she was tiptoe on the edge, squatting down, looking off into the distance. She looked great. She was beautiful. Wind was blowing a little bit. I'm in a pair of I tennis shoes. I get the butterflies shoes. when you oh, start 
It was the strangest thing ever because everybody around, there was, oh, 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 please don't, please don't. We didn't want her to do it. She, she just got right down on the edge of her heels over the end. And, I mean, it wasn't a spot where you fell, you know, eight or nine feet and landed on something, and then you could roll down. It was the cliff. It was the sheer edge mm. of the uh, north. It was, it was insanity. We goof around with the Grand Canyon. We do that. The Grand Canyon's not dangerous by itself until one of us starts playing around the edge of it. Hey, the roof of your house isn't dangerous unless you're on it. Right? So don't do that. And don't punch bears in the face. I'll, I'll get the guys up a tactical black. We'll call it tactical black bear. And we'll see <laughs> if uh, we'll have Josh dress up as a real bear. And you can identify whether it's brown or black. It's like you're doing the streets of Maryvale. And you sit and try to figure out what to do next. Do I lay down? Do I, do I join it? Stupidest advice I've ever heard in my life. If you find yourself in an altercation with a bear, first identify what the bear is. Are you crazy? I don't need a subspecies. I know it's bigger than me, whatever it is. It could be a raccoon I'm running away. It's like when you say throw your wallet that way and run the other direction. <laughs> Same thing with a bear. Right, throw right. the bacon that yes. way and run the but other direction. You, you always don't have bacon, Brady. Right. This guy just had some Well, most well, of them. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody but Brady. This one says, Jesus, what the hell is the news taking advice from Brady now? This is the worst advice of all time, Aiden. It's true. <laughs> Identify the bear. When am I going to get my... Hang on, bear. i got to Google what you are. <laughs> I don't know the difference between a brown bear and a black bear uh, with great fear washed over me. I'm, I'm not that good at this. So, again, it's camping season. People like to go up north and play in the woods. If you see a bear at all, other direction, that thing. If he sneaks up on you and scares you, I'm going play dead first. I'm going play dead every time. And cry like a... If it's that close. If I got a chance to get in a car or get a distance, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Not going to sit and square up with a bear, Channel 3. You got a lot of nerve. And then the big news yesterday was the Suns uh, getting rid of that Chris Paul. And thank God for this, Landry Shamit's gone. Oh! Joy of joy. Not a fan? Not at all. There were several games I went to over the last two years where Landry Shamit and I had the exact same amount of points, uh, except for he got like 10, 12, 15 more minutes than me. I was in the <laughs> crowd. I, I got zero minutes. I had zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds pretty much every time I went to the Suns game. And that was the same with Landry Shamit, with the rare exceptions, except for the difference was he was actually playing. And I don't know how I was matching his numbers. But I was pretty consistently right there with Landry most games he played. Now, occasionally he'd pop off and it'd be like, all right, Tonight's the night he kicked my ass. But again, I'm still not given an opportunity. So I'm going to take, you know, my average last year was 0, zero and 0, and his was like 4, 1, and 2. I'm almost there. I think you give me a couple of games, and I might be able to match at least his average for one game. Maybe. <laughs> so he's out. Thank God. Chris Paul is gone. And because it's for a guy named Bradley Beal, a former, uh, you know, number one pick, he was a, a huge Coming out of college, guy was a stud. Had some injuries, had some stuff. He's been playing in Washington, which is just like a no man's land for getting attention. Like nobody knows, but he's he's been really good uh, for a while if he can stay healthy. Uh, but because it's him, people are forgetting that the the the, uh, the guy who turned the key for this team three and a half years ago is leaving, and that's Chris Paul. Without Chris Paul, none of this stuff that we're talking about with the Suns and the excitement and everything else happens. None of it. Nothing. 
You can say Devin Booker would have carried him. They don't have Kevin Durant. They don't have anything close. Maybe not Devin Booker anymore uh, if it wasn't for getting Chris Paul. Chris Paul and He was the guy behind all this non-championship winning teams. Well, getting you back to respectability. You can't You can't forget the fact no, that he, he we were an important. absolute joke, this team. this uh, Draymond Green went on TV and said, got to get Devin Booker out of Phoenix. That's a wasteland. And got in trouble that. for tampering. Uh, everybody looking at this city was like, I will never play there. Chris Paul gets gets a, you know, he, he shows up here, and the next thing you know, within less than a year, the respectability factor was through the moon. They're in the championship, whether they want it or not. Fortunately, they didn't. He brought free agent eyes back over and go, oh, the Suns are back. And they're serious. They mean it. And Chris Paul was the reason why. So you can be, you know, for a three-year run, I don't think anybody's done more for a franchise in three years, at least in this city, uh, ever. Maybe. Kurt Warner, I think he was here a little longer than that. But, I mean, there's some serious turn-it-around kind of stuff going on there with Chris Paul that a lot of people need to, to recognize as, you know, fans of the team that this was a big deal. Bradley Beal, because of age, automatically an upgrade. But I don't want Chris Paul back. I'm not saying they shouldn't have traded him. I love this trade. Well, with Beal, does this put them up there with Utah, you think, no. now at this point? They're still short. With Denver. Here's uh, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Here's the reason why. Uh, because of DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton will always be the weak link where teams like Denver and even the Lakers and you know teams with big centers will just run right over DeAndre. He's not strong enough. They have nobody in the middle. So he's going next. That's the, next the fast spin. part. The next move's going to be DeAndre Ayton for four bench players. Sure. That, and it's going to look like, a, we, that's all we got? There's going to be four dudes coming off that DeAndre Ayton trade that you'll be like, this, we, these are nobody. But they're going to fit the new coach's system of defense. And I guarantee you DeAndre is gone. They're not taking on Bradley Beal's $50 million a year and keeping DeAndre's 30 Max contracts all over, not happening. So you get four dudes, rebuild the bench off DeAndre's back and get him out of town. Then you lose Landry and DeAndre in the same year. Now, as much as I just raved about Chris Paul being the reason the Suns had a turnaround, DeAndre Ayton is uh, the anchor that kept that turnaround from going the next step, and he was the number one overall pick. So it's official uh, for the Suns. That's a bust. Go out and get a couple of Euro players. Just get just get four defensive-minded uh, beasts that love to rebound because you got all the scoring you're ever going to need. You don't need a you need a guy who gets you seven or eight points a night. And 12 rebounds. That's it. And a couple block shots. Bismarck Biombo with hands. That's all you're looking for. Uh, it's, it's, I'm excited about this one. I think it's good. Defense maybe not as, uh, you know, you need a defensive center. You can't have DeAndre Ayton back. If DeAndre Ayton's out there, again, count on another second-round loss because they'll just they'll run into a team with a center like Joker, and it'll be like, yeah, we got this. Just run it right past Ayton. Nothing they can do about it. Need some strength and some size down there. I'm excited. And here we are, you know, a week removed from the NBA Finals being over and the Suns making noise again. Offseason can be fun. Depends on what everybody else does, though. But get rid of DeAndre. Trade him for trade him for dirt. Trade him for money. Whatever. Draft picks. Because they, they well, probably don't have any left got, at this all point. All of them are gone. Yeah. First and second. Which, you know, their GM, doesn't all like, in. their GM doesn't like drafts anyway. You can go pick guys up in free agency that didn't get a chance. Put them in a better spot. It's all about where you land, not who you you know who you are. And Beal's going to thrive here with Booker. Oh, it's going to be great! Just a couple months away, it's going to be fun. It's a good core three. You got a nice, you got a nice big three there. That's good. But uh, 
we'll see. We shall see whether or not they can gel. You need the rest of the team to kind of be a thing. That was huge, though. Denver's morning sickness. K-U-P-D. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Holmberg's morning sickness. We're all over the news. Arizona, all over the damn news. I was very impressed with. We're punching bears. We're falling in the canyon. And, uh... And get Bradley Beal. That kind of took took over all of it. Pretty amazing. So nice job, Arizona. Way to way to keep the headlines fresh. And, and you know what we did? You know what we did, Brady? We made the news uh, on national scale, and nobody was shot. That's how you usually, usually a city makes the news now with a mass shooting. Like St. Louis had one. Chicago's got one every couple of hours. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's just the data ends and why. I think that's the uh, what uh, the uh, Algonquin term Chicago means is mass shooting. Uh, they have shootings every weekend. Especially when the weather's nice and everybody's out and about, and eventually somebody's going to catch a bullet. We didn't do it. We threw a guy off the edge of our canyon, got eaten by a bear. We showed the diversity. We had the city, we had the woods, and we had the specter of the uh, the Grand Canyon all in play, and not one shooting. Congratulations! Unless you count the bear. Again. So you have a, your friend is uh, their cousin was the one who shot the bear. How'd you find that? Yeah, so um, I was out at uh, a little Father's Day outing over to guy's house. And uh, that was the one guy's uh, wife. He was telling it was her okay. cousin. And she made contact? No. Oh. Just heard from other family friends. You wouldn't call, like, immediately, that cousin? My cousin just shot that bear? What was going on? I'd have to know. Does anyone have any curiosity left at all? You get me at that party, I'm like, lady, call him. Let's find out. Nobody said anything? It said the, it, just what the news basically said right. that the guy was That's- sitting in front of him. But you, you got know, an insight. You've got something more than what the news told you. You've got somebody that can call the person who shot that saw the whole thing. Oh, man, journalism's bad, even in, in and amongst friends. Of course, it's what the news said. We all know what the news said. I want to know what was going on. Because I don't think, to be honest with you, there's a little Jesse Smollett in this one as well. What, the bear? Yeah, dude was doing something. Drinking coffee, minding nah, his own business. No, doesn't have, he was, he like was John Candy sandwich. throwing yeah. Snickers at him and <laughs> right, stuff like that, right. or what? He got great outdoors on it. It's and the second day the bear was there. Yeah, <laughs> it, something was going on where that bear and him had gotten comfy, cozy with each other, and he pulled a little grizzly man, and the next day the bear shows up for his bacon, and the guy doesn't have any, and so he's mad at him. Something was going on. You get 11 bear attacks in the entire United States. Uh, total. That very rarely result in death, and this one just came out of nowhere and mauled the guy. Something was going on. There's more to this story. That's why I call that cousin. And somebody says, oh, my cousin's the one who shot him. I'm like, get him on the horn. Brady, that's your job as a journalist. You're the leader of the news department around here. Where I'll try to get a with? number this morning. No, I don't want it now. Now I'm just mad that you didn't do it. I, now I've got to do goddamn everything. <laughs> what kind of journalist are you? 
That didn't spark any interest in you of wanting to talk to that person? Not really. Why? They must be a real dick. <laughs> you don't want to talk to them. That's interesting. Yeah, especially you. You had no curiosity of the cousin's story, like what they saw that the news isn't talking about. They never they interviewed. They didn't talk to the shooter. That would have been great. There was barbecue, wasn't there? U.S. Open was going on. And <laughs> there was goddamn barbecue, day. wasn't there? The taco bar. You were standing. Okay, that's it. That's why. Okay, I knew there was something distracting him. Oh, that's cool. Brady would have missed the Hindenburg. Oh yeah. <laughs> we sent our reporter out to the. Well, I'm over here at Taco John's for a second. I saw there's a four for one going on. Some big fire in the sky to the east. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, you'd have missed that. With one taco truck, you'd have been eyeballing the other thing. It was a blimp, and now there's not. I don't know where it went. I'm sure we'll find out on the news. You are the news. Oh, yeah. We'll get you in there. Yeah, U.S. Open, tacos. Some ladies going, my family was the one involved in the bear shooting. I'll have a... Don't put any of the purple onions on it. I don't like those. Did you hear what I said, newsman? Huh? Yeah, no onions on the bear. What? I'm confused. Go, Ricky Fowler! Anyway. Well, maybe later you can call and find out, but I'm not. My guess is that bear was hanging around, going through that guy's trash, and he was sitting there going, <laughs> The bear is my friend. For like three little days. Pet, probably a little. He had mastered nature, like idiots tend to do. Mastered it. The bear comes to me. He's no harm. No threat at all. And he probably had said, his last words were probably something stupid like, Hello, stinky. And then just, because he named it and he thought it was cute that they were pals. And we didn't have enough food in his trash. The bear had had it. The grizzly man, when he'd named them all and he's tapping them on the nose. Oh, yeah. Bears are looking at him like, you do. Something happened. The only thing in the movie Grizzly Man. If you remember, the, did you ever see Grizzly I Man? Didn't, oh no. my God, oh. Brett! It's uh, Timothy. You must go see Grizzly Man. His qualifications were: he played an outdoorsman at Bobby McGee's for a little while. He was waiting tables. That's pretty much what okay. it was. That was pretty much what he was. So and then you go up to the, the woods in Alaska, Grizzly Town, Grizzly Grizz Island. Yep. And he would uh, hang out with the grizzlies all summer long. And then he'd hang around with them. But knew to get out of there by September. Because they were hungry. And then one year he's like, I'll stay through October. We're all friends. I'm going to take my lady through yeah. there. And and there's a video of a grizzly bear looking at it. And I think the one thing he did is something Channel 3 should have pointed out. Uh, act like you're act like you're one of them. Because the bears were really confused why this dude was so comfortable with bears. <laughs> like The bears were like, no way you don't know. Like, You've seen us in action. Yeah, you, the bears look surprised. And especially when that one came up to him and was like, you think the one, if he was trying oh, to... Oh, Mr. Brownie. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to tell him. <laughs> he's got names for Hey, I'm a, I'm a grizzly bear. You know that, right? And he just whacks him in the nose. Get out of here, mister. That's enough. And that bear's face was like, I am definitely going to f*** this guy up for sure. I don't know what's going on. What's his plan? His comfort made the bears uncomfortable. And then finally they'd had enough. That's what I think went up. I don't want... Look, I'm I'm sad for the guy up there in Prescott camping. Those are the risks you take up there in Prescott. You know, you walk on a trail in the desert, step on a rattlesnake. It's not the rattlesnake's fault. It's yours for being out there. Got to keep your eyes open. I have a feeling. And I don't know how long this dude was up there. That he was helping that bear, like, feel comfortable with him. I have a feeling. Because there's no reason for the bear to have attacked him. 
unless he expected a pay a payment of some sort. So the real story will come out later or won't. Uh, instead, because the news loves the idea of this. But this guy was Jack. He's Bradian, what I call Bradian. He was trying to make friends with nature because he thinks he's Snow White. If he was Bradian, he'd be alive today. You think? Yeah. That bear would be living with him in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> you would have made friends with him. Yeah, Brady is a little bit more engaging is what he's saying. This guy's personality was lacking. <laughs> what you needed was a couple of dad jokes and some M&Ms. Bear would be right to your house. Yeah, that's probably true. Bear probably still be looking at you going, huh? He sleeps in my car with me. All right. This is going to end poorly. You know that, right? <laughs> so that's my guess. I'm pretty good. My uh, my bullshit meter goes off pretty good. Smoulet detector. Pretty good at this one. And when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, the guy was up to no good with the bear. Bears don't attack you for no reason. Ever. They had one lady that uh, 11 years ago was the last bear attack in Arizona. And the lady was walking around the woods with her dog. The bear kind of came out of nowhere, and I think she panicked. The dog probably pitched a fit, posed a threat, and then the next thing you know, they're in a melee. That one made sense to me. You know, you got a dog making noise. She can't control it. It's just chaos, pheromones, everything shooting out angry and crazy. Could have been a couple of cubs near yeah. or something. Bear got whatever. nervous. Right. Bear got scared. For some reason, had to protect something. That one makes sense to me. That's not unprovoked. They keep saying this one's unprovoked. I don't believe it. Because he was trying to hug it or hand it something. That's what I think happened. My guess is if we ever get the real story, he was trying to hand him a sandwich or something. Or trying to see if he wanted some coffee. <laughs> It'll keep you regular, Bear. What are you doing? Why? My th- <laughs> Come here, Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's going to give us some more food, boo-boo. If he doesn't, let's f*** him up, Yogi. Oh, you know it, baby. I taught him to high-five. Watch this. Hey, <laughs> you, you, boo-boo, there's that guy that's been giving us food every day. It looks like he might be out. If he is, I'm going to f*** him up big time and eat his insides. That's what we do, Yogi. We're bears. That's right, boo-boo. He will be my picnic. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, there's no way that dude was just minding his own business. He was pulling a full bogan on this one. <laughs> Hi, friend. He likes berries. That's why they call them berries. They're named after each other. No, they're not. Oh, okay. Uh, 6.15. Let's get a wake-up song and try to avoid the bears today. Let's see what we can do. Get that streak back alive. Our sign used to say it's been 11 years since a bear attack. Now it's three days. So uh, let's let's try to get our streak back alive and keep you idiots away from the bears. And always remember what the news told you to punch one or lay down play dead. Here's the better part. Uh, the signs out in the woods should just say, don't be a Brady. <laughs> They're not your friends. They'll never be your friends. It's never happened before. Don't say Grizzly Adams, Brady. Don't. Uh, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD.